If you're getting this message, it means we were successful once again in getting past the jammers and are now broadcasting on pirate radio from the free state of Texas. Stand by for more critical information to follow. Many Bothans died getting this message. Well, hello everybody. We're recording now. <laughs> nice. Great intro. Yeah. That's a good intro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I guess we got all the... We, Talked, introduced ourselves to each other, got caught up. So um, true. What do you want to talk about first? I guess. Uh that sub. Yeah, let's do that. That was okay. pretty hot in the news cycle. So. All right. I I tried to ignore it as much as possible, so I'm gonna just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do some research on the fly here, but. Um. I don't know. I think the whole thing seems, uh, I don't want to say fake, but it definitely seems weird that, uh, it came out, I don't know, late in the week that, uh, the Navy knew about this on Sunday. Hmm. So like a week ago, they knew about it, and um, they didn't tell the public about it until much later. You know, gave them a little, a little dopamine hit, and like, oh, there could be hope. You know, mm-hmm. everybody gets online, hashtag prayers up, and all this stuff, and people are already imploded. Yeah. Um, I remember hearing about the tapping stories that was going on, like, oh, there's tapping. But that was, I think that was after they had already, I mean, they already knew it was imploded and they were talking about tapping stories, so. Yeah. I mean, how did they know it was imploded? Was it just the sound or did they actually find the debris? Is that what kept them? Yeah, they they found the debris. Really? Like, the, they heard, so I guess the Navy, from what I, uh, read they had heard like the explosion or whatever or implosion on Sunday and then uh, they announced I don't know late in the week that they had found the debris okay yeah that was I think that was Thursday morning is when they found the debris is what it's saying Thursday no that's not right they talked to James Cameron because He's the subject matter expert. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but I think he just rode in a sub down to the Titanic. I don't know how much expertise he actually has. But. So was this thing, was the guy who created it, was this a new design? Was this kind of his, um, his thing, his company? Yeah, he's kind of a nut job. Yeah. Like, he, uh, he controlled it through with, like, a PlayStation controller. Mm-hmm. And, um, the sub was put together through, like, real parts, but then stuff he just picked up at Home Depot. Okay. So it's kind of like if you or I just, like, made a submarine out of some, I don't know, schematics we found online and then just went to Home Depot and 
built a sub. Well, I guess we know what would happen if we did that. True. It's, it's but then, I mean, he's on he's on record saying that like safety was like he didn't really care about safety and he wasn't gonna hire like fifty year old white guys to do this. He's just so it's just like I don't know. Yeah, I heard that part. What is this cat doing? <laughs> so I got headphones on to have. Okay, there's a lot going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what? The cat's there, the dog's there. I hear what? Emily laughing in the background. <laughs> this is going to be a fantastic episode. Excellent. We've got to play up the drama. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Providing commentary. I just got attacked. Oh no! The cat went for the headphones. Yeah, so I got the I got corded headphones on. He walked, got stuck in it, and then decided to lay down and and roll around. <laughs> right as he did that, um, my wife came in to bring me a cup of coffee. Caught me eating MRE food and got instantly disgusted. <laughs> so. <laughs> It was just a calamity of, I don't know. That's hilarious. Yeah. A cat's in with you. Corded headphones and a cat. That just doesn't go together. No, you just start rolling around and playing with them. It's weird. Oh, man. So that's, that'll be riveting, riveting uh, to hear. Uh, For many, many listeners. Yeah, <laughs> all 30 or whatever it is. Yeah. Is it even 30 yet? Do we have two? Um, I think the last time I checked, there were 64 downloads. So. Awesome, dude. We're moving. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, I don't know. I this This story, to me, is just like... I don't, it just feels like there's not a story there. I mean, maybe it's the timing. I could see that mm-hmm. trying to just distract, but I mean, hell, it's working. It's working very well. We're talking about it and it seems like everybody's talking about it. That was all the talk in the office on Thursday and yesterday, right? Which, no, Friday, whatever. <laughs> doesn't that like seem weird to you? That people are talking about it? No, but, um, well, kind of, but that it's so easy to distract. They just propagate, like, pump up a news story, which I don't know if you've heard, but it was either, like, two days before or two days after this submarine thing, there was, like, a boat filled with uh, refugees headed towards Italy that sank. Yeah. And nobody talked about that. Well... It's the people doing the talking, you know? It's like quote unquote mainstream. And it's it's like, uh, there's just aspects to the story that make it work. It's a uh, hubris, you've got a freaking billionaire who's a crazy guy and he's just gonna cobble this together with a bunch of parts and it's gonna work. And then there's the schadenfreude because of 
him being a billionaire and dying. Everybody's, ha ha, this is funny. And then it's, you've got the Titanic and um, once again, hubris. I mean, it just all works. It's like a script, basically. Why do people only care about rich white people dying? uh, That's a very good point. I mean, they're probably racist, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, nobody cares that Chicago has, like, almost 100 gun deaths, like, every weekend. But they care when a white school gets shot up. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, they're both tragic, but... The media just doesn't care. They don't care about Chicago, Baltimore, D.C., Minneapolis even. Yeah, it's it's that whole that when Biden said um, poor kids are just as smart as white kids. <laughs> it's like <laughs> there's something there. There's something to that. I think there is a, prev- a prevalent racism. Um, I really do. I think... and. It's like the the migrant thing. It's it's political too. There's so much politics tied up in it that people just kind of don't want to think about it because it turns into a fight. You know, yeah. we talk about migrants dying, for instance, sinking on a boat going to Italy. I mean, and then just the enormity of it. Like it's happening right now, every day, constantly. There's migrants dying, and there's not much. It, it just it washes it out, I guess. Maybe. It's I'm just, not sure. I'm just talking off on my ass here. No, it's just, I mean, it's it's weird to me. I guess hypocritical, like these uh, white liberals, they try to, you know, oh, systemic racism, and it's like, well, yeah, that that's you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're this, you're, you're part of the, the system. Because if you don't care the same about, you know... Chicago, as you do pick any, (laughs) about this rich billionaire dying. Like, is that sad? Sure. It's never, like, a happy story when people die, but, you know, kitchen and shot. No, it shouldn't have. People are trying to better their lives. They all drown. Kids in Chicago are getting killed. The whole thing is sad. The whole thing is tragic, but we only care about the rich white dude. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's the we once again. It's that's the story that's picked up in the the dying media. Trump would say. So, I mean, but that's I guess that's what people pay attention to. I don't know. It's just something about the story. I think that it it fits. It fits some stereotypes that we just really really interests us. Interest people. Yeah, I didn't do you know think, about that bolt thinking. Do you think that uh, that's partly why Trump got elected? Because he was just a crazy rich white dude. That's what I thought originally when he first started, first announced it. I was that's what I thought. I was like, okay, this is a crazy eccentric billionaire who's just doing this to get more fame so I steered away from it immediately I was like this is stupid this is just stupid like I don't care what he says this is 
a stupid scenario, but it plays, you know, it really does. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the freaking Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk fight is just yeah, what? the next big story. <laughs> it's like, everybody's all excited about it. But why? I, what, like, what purpose does that, like, I, I, that doesn't help me uh, provide for my family. You know, that doesn't help me um, pay my bills. That doesn't alleviate taxes. It's yeah. just a happy distraction. It's like watching Bruce Wayne yeah. fight somebody, you know? Well, that's just it. It's a distraction. <clears throat> and it's, it's. I immediately thought, because I was talking about this with a couple coworkers on Friday, and I, I didn't say it, but I was thinking it the whole time. Like, this is the the Coliseum. This is like Brandon oh, yeah. Circuses. And it's just yeah, playing it on Twitter. It's, I don't know what's going to happen. It's not going to happen, though, is the thing. But... but Let's just say it does. It can't be a good fight. Like, these dudes can't <laughs> fight. No, Mark Zuckerberg can, actually. He's nah, been doing... Yeah. He's been doing jiu-jitsu just like... I don't know how many, like, 12-year-old white girls have then. <laughs> like, he, he can't fight. He's been entering into... Uh, he's entered at least one fight, and I think he lost, but... Um, that's pretty legit if you're actually competing from what I understand dude no like I've okay like I'm not like I'm still like a white belt in jiu-jitsu so don't get me wrong on that but I've seen some of the people they like pretty much anybody can enter a tournament yeah or, or whatever like at this point like honestly I would fight I would fight Zuckerberg and I would have zero fears about it <laughs> I don't know. The guy's been—he's been, he's been a, a pretty serious fiend about working out for the last couple of years. Oh, uh, he was on the Lex Friedman podcast a while back, and he was kind of detailing all that. He's really into difficult, difficult exercise, and like rolling with you know doing the jujitsu with a bunch of his bunch of his friends, and now the tournament. So. See, we're talking Still. about it. We're talking about it because it's interesting. I put I put all my money on Mark Zuckerberg versus Musk. Yeah, Musk is like doesn't he's do be jack. Like, he's a pudgy, oh, just a pudgy nerd. How old it? How old are these dudes? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's still in his thirties, I think. And Musk has to be fifties. Yeah. Like, what, what is that? It's like a dude fighting his dad. Nobody wants <laughs> to see that. If there was lots of, like, beatdowns, and you got a close-up shot of Mark just beating him in the face, that'd be pretty cool. But, oh, man. <laughs> this is just the Roman circus. It is. This is so dumb. It's a distraction from it's something. It's so dumb. Well, they're just making, they're just getting their names in the headlines, which it's like, no, you know, all good press is what, no, wait, I screwed that up. <laughs> you sure did. Any press is good press? What, damn it. You're close. Uh, what's um, 
I, I mean, the whole thing's distracting from, like, all the stuff coming on about Biden right now. It is, yeah. Have you, have you been following all of that? To some extent, with the Hunter Biden uh, charges, it's, and then the Justice Department claiming that they're not biased, which whenever I read something from a government official and they say a statement like that, it's just you read the other. We are inherently biased. That's what Merrick Garland said. Yeah, he's saying uh, that they're not biased and then they're at a state dinner together. <laughs> just get out of here. And the fact that it's coming out that um, that by, uh, Hunter... Um, when he threatened the, the Chinese guy that uh, I'm sitting here with my dad, they found from his laptop that he was actually at Biden's house, so he was sitting with Biden, and they, they gave Biden $5 million. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, everything that was, like, being reported when this dude was running and people tried to downplay it, or, you know, well, it's just a conspiracy theory. Like, it's all friggin' true. And it's all coming out. Well, this is how it works. This is this is how the accusing the other side of what you're actually doing, and now they've stepped it up to prosecuting the other side for what you're doing. This all played out already with Trump. This whole story played out where he was a puppet of Russia, and he was getting money, and his sons were getting money, and his family was profiting from Israel and from, you know, you name it. This has all played out already in the public narrative, and now it's just nobody cares because it's you, you don't want to just have the same exact story play out the same exact way over again. It's boring. And that's, that is the magic behind that tactic. <clears throat> it works. You just, we spent years playing this exact scenario out and people talking about it and debating and stuff on TV and the courts. And now it's just like, eh, I don't, we don't want to do this again. This is stupid. I think that's exactly what's happening. That's, oh, that's, oh man. Getting fired up, Gabe, and I don't like it. Well, and they, I mean, they're prosecuting Trump for the uh, documents thing, too. And that's clearly set up to just take him out of the campaign uh, with yeah. that stupid prosecutor. Everybody, oh, he's so great. Um, oh, we're, we'll just push it for another four months. It's like, well, when is that? That's like uh, right in the middle of the freaking campaign season. Um, Trump's going to be in court all the time. It's And they're just, what they're doing, just look at it. Biden actually committed the crimes of taking classified documents and they're prosecuting Trump for it. So when it comes out the extent of what Biden did next year, everybody's just going to be like, oh, this is stupid. We've already done this. And yes. with any luck, they want to get Trump in jail, which they won't be able to. <clears throat> it's not the point. If they can, if it's a byproduct, and I don't know, does he go through a, a regular jury in this, or is it a grand jury? You know, I don't know. I think it might be a grand jury. Yeah, I would imagine it would be a grand jury just because it's 
you know, classified documents, stuff like that. Because, I mean, if they ever got Trump in front of a just a 12-person regular jury, they can convict him on whatever they want. So, that probably won't be happening in a case like this. Everything's just so corrupt. It sure is. I hate, I hate society. <laughs> hey, I'm seeing a little dancing on my uh, mic when I stop talking. Are you hearing some background noise? Is it just the TV? Um, I'm hearing a little background. Oh, I see it correlating with the TV now. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, it's all good. I wish I could do something. Kick the kids outside on a Sunday morning. <laughs> no TV. Sounds like my childhood. <laughs> yeah, it's too hot out though. It's been ridiculous down here, man. Which I'm not allowed to complain. Like it doesn't really bother me that much, but it is. It's the point where you would be dead outside in a couple hours. Dang. It's. I think the heat index was 117 yesterday. Oh, yeah, I mean it's freaking Texas. I don't know. I don't expect anything different. But it's like it gets it's over a hundred every day, and then it drops down to like eighty at night. So, with ninety nine percent humidity, <laughs> love it. I love it. It's a freaking sauna. I went on, I went on a six mile walk yesterday. I made it, barely. <laughs> Throw a rucksack on and. I know. I'm debating. Did a good workout. Debating that. Just got to bring water with, too. Oh, man. Well, I don't know. Today's kind of depressing. I don't know. <laughs> Just, I hate all of it. It's it's just so everything's fake, you know? It's like, why even pay attention yeah. to the news anymore is one of the things. It's like, this freaking uh, Russia coup story. I, I keep <laughs> yeah. reading it and I'm like, BS, BS. Like, you're just going to try to assassinate Putin. That's what you're angling for. Or it's just trying to rile up somebody in Russia to overthrow Putin, you know? It, well, I it's was not reading this that, guy, though. I was reading that this guy that, like, America supposedly offered to pay him money to do this coup against Putin. Mm-hmm. And he went to Putin and told them, and Putin's like, yeah, do it, took the money, and then came back to Putin. Mm -hmm. So now they just have billions of dollars. And I also just read that Putin is uh, trying to buy all the stuff that Biden left for the Taliban, all of our equipment. Putin's yeah. trying to buy it. I, I was waiting for that to come out because I, I had thought that myself. I was like, oh man, Russia's running short on weapons and... Russia this, Russia that. I'm like, why don't they just go to the freaking Taliban and buy all of that crap? <laughs> yeah. At a fire sale, you know? Like, okay, so they are doing it. All right, that's cool. So now we're funding essentially both sides of the, the war. Which so, is kind of, it's kind of cheers. cool. Cause isn't that what we always talk about? The, uh, the whomever, the bankers, the global elite, whoever, always fund both sides of any conflict. They sure do. And that came up with that Project Veritas story uh, a couple oh, days Black ago. Rock. 
Yeah, with BlackRock. And the Ooh, guy was yeah. saying that that's what they do is they come in and they fund both sides to create volatility in the market because uh, that's where you make your money is when there's volatility. Dude, I think, I think O'Keefe might get killed. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised he's still around. I, they've tried. I mean, they they raided his house, didn't they, and took all of his documents after one of his releases? Yeah, he just went after Pfizer, and that's what got him kicked out of Veritas. So now he's doing his own thing, and now he's going after BlackRock. It's just, dude, <laughs> look that's, out. Yeah, that's probably too far, really. I mean, they've got, what, $10 trillion in assets? Yeah. Which is, if you don't think that has a significant influence on just American everything, you're crazy. Because <clears throat> our GDP is $30 trillion, or it might be slightly less. So the entire amount that the American economy makes in one year, BlackRock has a third of that in assets. Yeah, that's I, insane. I know it's not the same, because it's not liquid, but... They still, if they, um, they have a voice on these, um, on the board, for sure, a very, very big voice. Yeah. And they're they're all on the board this ESG stuff. Yep. So you start to see the pieces come together with like the uh, the Bud Light implosion, uh, where they're definitely in favor of their ESG score over profit and you start to understand why because BlackRock holds a significant portion of Anheuser-Busch so they they get to say like if you, hey if you want to see more money invested in your company if you want loans you better toe the line otherwise we're pulling out so it's okay you lose however many billions of dollars in the short term but you have that capital backing you up in the long term yeah. Yeah. It's insidious, man. But um, that Russian coup thing, it just, I know it's a non story. I just, the only thing they might be doing, they're just, um, well, not the only thing, they're doing multiple things. It's creating doubt in the stability of Russia, because that really is the end goal, is uh, overthrowing the Russian government. I think that's been the plan from square one, because Russia doesn't play ball with the rest of the the New World Order freaking global elitists. And by that, it just means the EU and you know the WEF. Russia is not going to play ball with them. So I think this plan has been hatched for many years to do what the United States does best, which is create civil wars and overthrow uh, leaders of countries. And they're just going by the playbook right now. So they're they're creating, you know, dissent, blasting out a bunch of propaganda that there's there might be a coup in Russia, and it's like, it's not happening. It's definitely not happening. And then- So you tell me it's fake. <laughs> it it may it may be it may be fake. I think <laughs> just like everything else in this world. Well, you read the stories. It I read a story. You know this Prigozhin dude, whatever the hell his name is. Oh, he's telling his troops to go and t 
take over these cities and he's they're showing a map of him like his troops moving in a line straight to Moscow they've taken over this city and this city it's like I that's probably just the supply runs from Moscow and other places down to his <laughs> front lines and yes of course his troops will be going back and forth in military vehicles like what and he, that's that's another thing too that slowly I put the pieces together on with this thing is how Putin says this is a um, special military action this is this is what Putin's done for years now is he's hired these mercenary it's a quote-unquote mercenary group the Wagner group so he has plausible deniability he's not actually engaging Russian troops per se I mean he's arming them and they're in fact most of them are probably Russian citizens but he gets to say that they're just a mercenary group and that's how we can say they're not actually at war with Ukraine they're just doing a special military action and that's why you know all the casualties and everything he doesn't really care because they're quote-unquote mercenaries right and that's you know I remember that story a few years ago on uh, was it was it Syria I think it, it doesn't really matter where it was but uh, Trump took out a bunch of Russian uh, soldiers and Putin's like I don't care they were just mercenaries that's 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 the move you know yeah that's that's what he's doing Hmm. I think anyways I mean it makes sense it definitely um, makes sense and it's not the actual Russian military you know it's they talk about well the they're like the shock troops too they use them as just cannon fodder they send them into a city they get chewed up and lose a bunch of soldiers but so do the Ukrainians and then once they've taken a position the actual Russian military comes in and holds it so it's because then if the if there's counterattack, then it's you know the actual troops are going to hold the line, right? So they're just using these guys as a uh, attrition force, and you you can bet that the Ukrainians are losing just as many on their side. Right. I think they're probably losing more. I don't think Ukraine is doing near as well as what our media is saying. Yeah, I mean, especially in the beginning, I would say that that would be true, uh, because they didn't. They're a tiny country, not tiny, but they're very small. They're small in comparison to Russia. So their military, their standing military, was very small in comparison to Russia's beginning. So the number of trained people they had, um, yeah, they're just throwing untrained soldiers or very short, you know poorly trained soldiers in so I'm sure they're getting chewed up I mean I would say in all likelihood it's about 50 50 because it seems like that's how it goes yeah it, especially if you're in a, a stalemate the way they are it's just attrition with uh, artillery and uh, machine gun fire the occasional uh, drone or whatever I think they're probably losing about the same so it's, uh, it's pretty nuts though if you think about if the numbers are anywhere near where we they're saying like 200,000 Russians something like that are casualties 
you could say it's probably about the same on the other side so they're definitely from the numbers I've read I would imagine they're pushing past half a million at this point I just you can't trust anybody's propaganda mm-hmm. ours Ukraine's Russia's it's you gotta kinda split the difference I think because the um, our propaganda is saying that we're we're killing them like four to one or six to one or something crazy like that and the Russians are saying the same thing hmm you just look I mean the Russians are claiming they've lost like 20,000 which there's no way at this point yeah and then our propaganda is saying the Russians have lost you know I don't know 250,000 or something like that I don't know. Reading the little headline. Russian nukes. Alarms raised as the Kremlin forces or the Kremlin faces possible coup attempt. Hmm. And then Blinken. Cracks have emerged between Russia and the Wagner group. I don't think that's possible. No. Well, it's all a scam. <laughs> Speaking of scams, okay. Uh, so going back to uh, the whole Titanic thing. All right. Um, I think the reason why they haven't brought it up yet is because it's not the actual Titanic. <laughs> I love this. All right. So, so, um, when it fr- so there's two ships that were like basically identical. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was the Titanic. The other was uh, I think it's called the Olympia. Mm-hmm. The Olympia had like a fire on it, I believe, that uh, you know caused a lot of problems. Basically, made it unsailable. So they swapped it out for the Titanic and allowed people to be on it, mainly the people that were opposed to the Federal Reserve. Um, the ship sank. Dude got his insurance money. And the Olympia that kept going was the actual Titanic. Okay. Should look into that one. Why? I mean, why? Just because they wanted the Federal Reserve. How does the Federal Reserve play into this? So, because the three main guys, I forget their names, um, should read uh, The Creature from Jekyll Island. Mm. Fantastic book. Um, Heard about it. But, uh, so, I, again, I could, look, I'll, I could look up their names, but I don't know. I'll do that in a second. Anyways, right. um, uh, so these three guys were just opposed to the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve Act was going to get voted down. Um, they, like J.P. Morgan and, um, I think J.P. Morgan was the guy who owned it, maybe. But, uh, so they, they invited these guys out of the ship, and they're like, hey, let's talk it out. So they got on, and at the last second, the other guys backed out of it. 
so just the three guys that were opposed to the Federal Reserve basically died on the, the ship. Mm. So now they had no opposition to the Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve Act passed, and we've been screwed ever since. I did not know this. They died on the Titanic. Mm -hmm. Or the Olympic, or whatever. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, let's see here. Mm -hmm. I mean... I've heard theories that the Titanic was sunk by a torpedo from a German U-boat, too. But that would make sense if it was like a, an actual hit job. Seems like a lot of work to go through, though, to take down three guys. I mean, it was more so just to get there. Because if you think about it, like, I mean, these elites, these people that... Uh, as we've talked about, just want power and more and more power and money. I mean, they don't care. They they see the sacrifice of plebeians to be, I don't know, well within their, their right. It means nothing to them. Sacrificing people to COVID, to sinking of a ship, to 9-11... Damn, I'm hitting all of them today. <laughs> yeah, I guess it makes it makes a bigger statement too, rather it than does. just a, a random heart attack or a jumping out of a window or something. I mean, even Pearl Harbor. I mean, that was part of it. Mm -hmm. They sacrifice people constantly, and for anybody who does listen, that might get upset about that. I'm not saying like Pearl Harbor or 9/11 or those things didn't happen, but like I'm saying that the government allowed both those things to happen. I'm they allowed these the things to happen to... But not 9-11? It's not 100% clear to me. I can believe that they might have had some uh, early notification that something might happen. I mean, but then, like we've talked about, the CIA was had intricate dealings with some of these hijackers. So, I mean, it's possible. But the, the Pearl Harbor thing, just the, the fact that we had probably already cracked the Japanese code and um, the fact that we moved the carriers out the day before it happened and that battleships we knew were already becoming a uh, not very important part in the fighting it does seem like and the fact that FDR really wanted to get into the war badly it kind of adds up and they they had done that later on in the war too where they had sacrificed some islands where they knew the Japanese were going to hit but they didn't want to let the Japanese know that they had cracked the code so they just let some islands get taken I mean there I 100% I think it's very close to 100% chance that they knew that that attack was coming in Pearl Harbor. Well, there's, I forget the dude's name, but there was a guy who, like, saw the, the planes coming in and tried to warn them, and they still let it happen. Mm-hmm. And with 9-11, the reason why we have uh, the Department of Homeland Security now and TSA now is because both the FBI and the CIA... Um, and the military, like, they all knew about it. Mm -hmm. They all knew, and but they supposedly didn't communicate with each other. And so then they 
had to create DHS so that oh, also now we can coalesce everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, the FBI knew about the Boston Marathon bombings. They knew yeah. about those guys. The FBI knows about, if you look at every major shooter, mass shooting or supposed terrorist uh, that's happened domestically within the last 20 years, the FBI has known about them. You could chalk that up to incompetence, though. I mean, you really, you could. I mean, if they're that incompetent, then why do we have them? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, if you're that bad at your job... So, okay, so if you have a 20-year history, and we're just going to keep it at 20 for to make it easy, mm-hmm. but if you have a 20-year history of either gross negligence or incredible incompetence or extreme maliciousness I mean none of that's good none of those are good options they they fulfill a role though um, especially recently that we know of and probably for a long time is they are the they're literally the Gestapo man like that's what they're set up to be and they're they go after they're very good at take you know <clears throat> they're very good at playing politics as we've seen play out with the Trump Russia thing um, and they're very good when it comes down to it at arresting a lot of old grannies and random people who just happen to uh, have a different political uh, position than them I mean, they've arrested hundreds of people. There's little corners of a photograph, you know, they analyze that data and they're able to go in and find all these people. My battery's running out. I got a quick change here. <laughs> quick plug it in. Shoot. Very professional. Highly Love professional. It. Love it. Only the best. <laughs> All right, it's plugged in. Catastrophe averted. Nice. I think that's why they're kept around, is because that's the role, or that's the position they put themselves in, anyways. Is I mean, what the hell is the point of the FBI? You have local police. It's supposedly because of crimes happening over state lines, but I mean, really, what? Is that really necessary to have this massive federal agency? That I mean, freaking the states could coordinate. I mean, we, we read that J. Edgar Hoover book. They were set up back in the day to, because there was a bunch of bank robbers and such who would just run across state lines and the local law enforcement wasn't equipped to, to track them down. But with communications these days, I mean, all they have to do is pick up a, I mean, communications and surveillance, all the local police have to do is put out like a, what do they call it, an APB or something, and it's like, there's not really hiding in the, the backwoods somewhere. You don't need the FBI. They just kind of 
become, uh, it's like any government agency. They justify their existence and they just keep growing and keep becoming more tyrannical over time. The government? Like, spying on a president. Like, what? <laughs> what is that about? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it just reminds me of that Office episode. You didn't really watch The Office, did you? No, not really. So there's this Office episode where um, they have a surplus and they have to spend it or else their budget gets cut. Mm-hmm. And that's and that just seems to me exactly what the government does constantly. Where they have a they, they have to find a way to spend this money, so why not have the IRS like buy a bunch of guns and raid <laughs> people's houses because they made six hundred five dollars on Cash App? Yeah, or um, <clears throat> come knock on the door of James O'Keefe the day after he testifies in something. I don't remember what he. It, I swear it was him, right? Yeah, he went and testified to Congress or some such thing, and he gets back and there's a freaking IRS agent there asking about taxes like um, that's not what they do first off they send you a letter and the coincidence there there is no coincidence it's uh, a threatening tactic yeah it's just I don't I don't know man. when the government is constantly trying to intimidate and pressure its citizens. That's... I, I don't want to hear people crying about Saudi Arabia or Russia or anything. Like, our government does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they whack you if you really yeah. have to step out of line too far. Yeah. And to me, it's worse because at least with, like you know with these other countries they don't care they don't try to hide it they're like this is what we do so yeah you have you know a corrupt government but wouldn't it be more corrupt if not only do you do that but then you also use deception on top of that Mm -hmm. and be like no we're the good guys for sure well I think they're stepping out in the open now a lot more they are it's they're they're basically rubbing our noses in it, like Merrick Garland coming out and saying we are not corrupt. And man, that guy's voice. Just listen to him talk. And you tell me he's not evil. <laughs> oh, you could look at his face. Yeah, <laughs> just an evil little bastard. But yeah, I mean they, the Hunter Biden thing. It's it was exactly what Trump said it was going to be. It's just a little slap on the wrist, zero jail time. Now they get to cover their bases. Yeah. Yes. But now, what, like, if you or me were to do that, just think of how many years in prison we'd have. <laughs> and they didn't even go after the main stuff, you know? No. They didn't go after the big story, which is all the bribery that's going on. Like, to this day, Hunter Biden is just rolling in the dough, and he's now selling paintings. <laughs> It seems like something out of, like, a mob movie, you know? It's oh, this is my son, the artist, and he gets $75 million for a painting. No, it's 75000 I think. 
for copies of his paintings. Uh, it's millions. Like, who's buying these paintings? Well, that's none of your business. <laughs> like, um, it, it, he just became an artist overnight, and now he's raking in millions and millions of dollars selling this art to just, you know, these Chinese guys. They just, the, the Chinese really like Hunter's art. You know, really. <laughs> Really inspires How, them. I ah uh, like it just it makes it it's oh I can't even talk right now, dude. <laughs> I don't understand how people can't see how absolutely ridiculous this is. Yeah, like, I I just I don't understand how you can't just remove your you know the letter from your name. Whether it's a D or an R, just take that away and just look at what's happening and not realize just the sheer lunacy of it all. Yeah. It's almost it's just, almost funny. <laughs> it like it is. I laugh and then I get pissed. I listened there was uh, a recent Jordan Peterson podcast that came out and he came out at the towards the end of it, he's like, Yeah, I think the the devil is an evil clown. Just makes a mockery of everything. He's talking yeah. about the writing over Auschwitz, how like work will set you free. He's like, what kind of a human being would come up with something like that? It's a, it's a joke, except it's just an evil, twisted joke. It's like, yeah, look at things from that perspective, and it kind of makes a lot more sense. Yeah, she's all about inversion. Mm-hmm. Which is what we're seeing with the yeah. trans and sexualizing children. It's like, what is that? And it's, uh, it's just turning, turning what's normal on its head. This episode's a rough one, dude. It's I haven't been this angry in a long time. This is pretty dark. What? I don't know where to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I really don't know uh, what my happy place would be for this. This is kind of (laughs) wild. You just gotta laugh at it sometimes. I mean, you do. And, like, I'll be honest with you, I'm not really gonna change how I conduct my life. Nah. I don't give a crap about these people. I don't give a crap about, I don't know, like Minnesota's trying to take our gas powered mowers and our gas <laughs> ovens and our gas everything. But they're not doing it. That's a, that's a right wing conspiracy theory, but yeah, but they're, but they're happy when they do it. Yeah. They celebrate it when it happens, but it's not happening. Yeah, Dan Bongino's talked about that. There's some fancy terminology for it, but... Yeah. Lying? <laughs> is that is that the term? It's, it's just... It's lying. Yeah, dude, like... No, like, just get out of here. Like, let me mow my lawn how I want to mow my lawn. I mean, just... Just leave me alone. That's all I want. Just leave me alone. Yeah, that's the problem. Is 
the people it's that whole like freedom thing and being able to work from the inside of the system is uh, bad and uh, people with bad intentions are allowed to do what they want to do and eventually it's a ratchet effect and then you just get uh, you get to the point where they can overthrow the system from the inside and it's the same thing with people who want to be left alone if you just want to be left alone you're not you're not bothering other people and they're allowed to bother you it's the squeaky wheel thing yeah, yeah. it could be worse it could be worse <laughs> yeah it could be it can always be worse <laughs> it can it can be and worse but it, it could be better too it, it could always be better just just saying that yeah if you really want to get in a dark mood I've just been reading that one second after series for the last week or so <laughs> like falling asleep with the earbud in my ear just, eh, it's not good <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. things are a lot better than that let's just put it that way but it makes me think it's been an uh, ongoing issue for a long time there's been congressional hearings about that the EMP threat not just from like a nuclear bomb but from a solar flare or something yeah especially just it's been uh the timing has been pretty good for me too just because it's so warm here okay so oppressively hot <laughs> you, <laughs> i could just imagine trying to survive without ac would be a be a heck of a thing yeah just getting water too makes me uh want to be a lot more prepared than i am Yeah, I hear you. At least have food, because that was the the premise basically. Is a couple EMPs get detonated over North America and the power goes out indefinitely. In the the first year after it happens, ninety percent of the people in the United States die from whatever you know, yeah. lack of medical care, lack of food, lack of water, and then just violence. I think that's a pretty accurate assessment of what would happen. But it makes me not want to live by a big city the way I do. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know if there is one. We just got to set up that Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk fight. <laughs> distract us from all this there you go that'll make everything better <laughs> yeah yeah well that's you know maybe that's why maybe that's why that's that in the sub it's like uh it is a distraction and maybe people they want a distraction yeah if you, if you pay any attention at all to what's going on in the world it just gets really depressing really quickly sure does I don't know. I got another story pulled up here that um, a little more lighthearted that proves Alex Jones was right. I lay it on me. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, uh, they're turning the frogs gay. <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. It, well, turns out it's true. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> it's uh, 
So this is in, well, Berkeley News, which I think this is the, the college out in, uh, yeah, berkeley.edu. So this would be California. But it says, pesticide atrazine can turn male frogs into females. <laughs> so atrazine, one of the world's most widely used pesticides, wrecks havoc on the sex lives of adult male frogs, emasculating three-quarters of them, turning one in ten into females, according to the new study by the University of California, Berkeley, biologists. <laughs> Great. <laughs> And it, it just so happens to be in our uh, water supply. <laughs> in human water supply? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that explains everything. Doesn't it? That explains so much. It makes, yeah, it really does. Isn't that interesting? Wow. And whether or not it's intentional, it's, uh, if you wanted Jeez. if you wanted to control people, this would be the way to do it. You get like a population of just uh, ambiguous worker bots, but... Yeah, it's um, the 75% that are chemically castrated are essentially dead because of their inability to reproduce in the wild. The wow. male frogs are missing testosterone and all the things testosterone controls, including sperms. The fertility is low as 10% in some cases. And that, uh, that, and that is only if we isolate the animals and pair them with females. That's weird. In, the, in an environment where they are competing with unexposed animals, they have zero chance of reproducing. <laughs> doesn't that just... That just lines up with everything we're seeing, doesn't it? You've got... What is it? It was like 65% of males uh, are single. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And then Unreal, dude. Up to 25% of women are uh, bisexual. It's uh, it's almost like we're getting dosed up with this uh, atrazine. Wow. And this is out of freaking Berkeley. So, one of the most liberal colleges in the world is proving Alex Jones was right from like 10 years ago. What hasn't that dude been right on? Uh, I mean... I'm still waiting on the interdimensional... I'm not waiting on it, I shouldn't say that, I'm just... Uh, there's no good way to say it. The, the interdimensional child molesters. Oh, that one's yeah. going to be a little hard to prove. Well, give it time. I mean, it could be true. <laughs> give it time. It could be true. Because he's talking... I think what he was referring to when he was saying that is the people who are doing all this uh, experimental drugs. Mm-hmm. Like uh, taking a bunch of DMT trips and talking with entities in another dimension. They're kind of the same people who are into all this trans stuff and freaking Nambla or whatever. Oh, jeez, yeah. I think I think that's what he was referring to. But the guy's in deep. He seems yeah. to uh, know things. <laughs> <laughs> way ahead of time. Yeah, he does. Jeez. Gay frogs are real. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Oh, Besides Alex Jones. Yeah, besides that, like, where is he getting this? That's what I want to know. He's so far ahead. But, um, it said... 
do 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 some 80 million pounds of the herbicide wow i can say it some 80 million <laughs> pounds of the herbicide astrazine are applied annually to the united states on corn and sorghum to control weeds and increase crop yield and such widespread use also makes astrazine the most common pesticide contaminant of ground and surface water according to various studies more and more research however is showing that astrazine interferes with endocrine hormones such as estrogen and testosterone in fish, amphibians, birds, reptiles, laboratory, rodents, and even human cells. Recent studies found a possible link between human birth defects and low birth weight and astrazine exposure in the womb. Uh, as a result of these studies, the EPA is reviewing its regulations on the use of pesticide, the pesticide. Yeah, no kidding. We should have done that uh, before we started putting it on all the crops. <laughs> Maybe. You know, <laughs> it's just uh, isn't it surprising know. we have these these agencies that are supposed to be protecting us. You got the FDA and the EPA, and it seems like it's only decades after the fact that we actually figure these things out. When you could have done the studies before, you know, let's let's just test it on animals and see what happens. Yeah, you know, before we put it on all the crops that we're eating. Um, but I guess that's just the course of things at this point. We, we large-scale test chemicals on the human population, and then after the companies have made all their money and the, pat the patents are expired, then we get rid of it. But, you know, what do we replace it with? I don't know. <laughs> Some new random chemical. That's what, uh, I mean, that's what they do with everything, vaccines, with you know, we were just talking about sucralose at the beginning of this. It's, you know, it's been uh, approved for human use for years. Yeah. Then you got the, the fluoride in the water. That's another thing Alex Jones has been talking about, too. And like you told me as well, it's, it is, it's just a byproduct of some uh, industrial process. And they just got approval to dump it in the water <laughs> so they didn't have to pay for it. Ah, oh, so bad. <laughs> Good for your teeth. Bad for your brain. <laughs> it's, I guess it's an either-or situation, you know? There's good and bad yeah. with everything. It, you've got good teeth, so you can feed yourself and just be a mindless drone. Yeah, there you go. Exactly what they want. Is, isn't it exactly what they want? And the, the pesticides, you know? I'm just surprised they, um, they're okay with diabetes. Because that doesn't make for very productive workers. No, but it makes for very dependent workers. That's true. Because then they have to depend on big farming to get their overpriced insulin. Or Ozempic. Oh, yeah, there you go. Maybe that's, <clears throat> that's why they're coming out with that. It seems to just melt the pounds off, but I think with that, a lot of things... It just causes you to not be interested in food. So you're basically just starving yourself. Your body cannibalizes <laughs> all the fat, but it also eats all the muscle. So, Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's... People are... It's, it's kind of weird how... It must have just got approved for use because all these celebrities are taking it. Again, there's pros and cons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... 
you get to test it out on on those guys. But they uh yeah, they got the Ozempic face and the Ozempic hands and Ozempic butt. You read all that? <laughs> I think I've heard it about it briefly. It's just and I think what it turns out to be is just you're skinny. Like <laughs> the cat's attacking me again. Oh no. What the heck is this? Leave me alone, dude. He didn't get the astrazine. He did not. <laughs> he woke up and he's ready to go. What the? <laughs> go back to sleep, dude. Is he like on the desk or what? No, so like I I have like a little bench that I got the, the whole setup on and I'm sitting on the floor and he's like, he's just staring at everything and trying to stop trying to fight it <laughs> go back to sleep <laughs> were you in like the basement Dude. or something no I'm in um I don't know I guess my office why are you on the floor because I don't have a desk <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on that we need a few more listeners that can buy a desk <laughs> you hear that if anybody's listening <laughs> we just set up a GoFundMe or Patreon yeah. so Greg can get a Patreon so I can get a desk it's sitting on the floor I mean I don't have it much better I'm sitting in a little wooden chair without a back to it so, sort go. of a back but it's just wood you know I could get something made up for a desk and benches and all that yeah what if I heck? really wanted to <laughs> All right, for next time, I'll have that set up so I can defend <laughs> myself against this cat. <laughs> what happens if you lock him out of the room? He just this dude knows how to open doors. What? I'm not even joking. This cat can open doors. It's so wild. With You don't have round handles, do you? Yeah, we do. How in the hell? He, he knows how to spin them. He knows how to... Uh, I don't know if it's not latched right. He knows how to like stick his hand under the door and just kind of like <laughs> jiggle the door open. Like it's, it's so weird. That's creepy. It's super creepy. What? It, so he just jumps up and like hangs on the knob and turns it. What the? He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to jump. He knows that he can stand on his legs and he stretches out. And I've seen him do it. Like he'll he'll take his paws. He knows how to twist a knob. What the hell? I don't know how he learned it. He, he just he knows how. And we have a pocket we have a pocket door uh, in our bathroom, and he can open that up. <laughs> I, I don't know how he does that, but he just you'll be sitting in the bathroom. All of a sudden, you see this cat paw just come out of nowhere. <laughs> it's just, dude, it's wild. This cat's might be possessed. I don't know. That's nuts. Okay, well, I guess I understand a little bit more. <laughs> it's like, why, why is the cat there? You're yeah, he meowing in the background sometimes. He just kind of does whatever he wants. Well, it's useless, because like I said, he can open doors. He can, nothing can stop him. <laughs> oh, man. You just like wake up in the middle of the night, and he's standing on your chest staring at you. Oh, he does. <laughs> Mostly to my wife. He might be possessed. He might be. 
Sometimes I'll wake up and he'll be like laying directly on her throat. Oh, jeez. So if he's trying to kill her or what, but he just... <laughs> That'd be a way to just right? get killed by a cat. That'd suck. Just slowly suffocated in your sleep. <laughs> that soft, soft fur. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it wouldn't be so bad. Well, I gotta start packing. I gotta go. Got a work trip. I gotta go up and inspect a steel mill tomorrow. That sounds fun. Yeah, they're they're pretty incredible, actually. They, just the the size of everything. There's just like massive blocks of uh, red hot steel on rollers and steam and grease everywhere. It's fun. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna be inside. I'm gonna be out, outside, so it won't be so bad. But yeah, we gotta we gotta leave tonight. Go stay at the hotel. Do that tomorrow. All right. Gotta wade through water. Actually, hopefully there's no gators. Gators. Gators kind of scare me a little bit. Yeah freaking rootless dinosaurs that are designed to ambush you. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. kind of frightening. They taste good, though. I don't know if I ever had gator. Yeah, it's not bad. It really isn't. It's a little tough if you don't prepare it right, but it's, I mean, it's the cliche that it tastes like chicken, but it really does. It, nice. It's almost exactly like chicken, um, just a little bit tougher. So if you tenderize it and then um, fry it up, it's actually pretty good. Of the come down there. Yeah. You gotta have boudin. You had boudin before? No. It's just a um, a sausage with rice, spices, and whatever type of meat you like. But I've got some. I, when I went over to Louisiana, I got um, uh, seafood. Boudin, and they actually have uh, authentic casing and everything, so it's like <clears> intestine, and then it's filled up with seafood and rice, and you just boil them in a pot, and they're really good. Try that too. Yeah. Well, I better go. All right. Try not to be depressed for the rest of the day. It's going to yeah. have the opposite effect on this one. Yeah. I'm bringing in. I gotta stop reading this this series too. I'm almost done, so <laughs> I think that's contributing. Well, next time we'll have to come with some happy stories. Something, yeah, something good. Hopefully, hopefully there is some happy stuff in the news. Hopefully they uh, impeach Biden, but hopefully we'll see. All right. Well, yeah, I'll. Uh, we could do it again next week. I'll put up this episode or the whatever a couple episodes ago and do it again next week. All right. Sounds good, man. All right. You have a good uh, rest of your weekend. You as well. Thanks. Yep. Take hey. it easy. Yeah, you too.
speaking of podcasts and waste of time, get out of here. Get out of here, people. You're wasting your life. (laughs)